Welcome to The Edge of Act, the podcast where we explore the intersection of human stories and business success. I'm your host, Carolyn Crawford, and I'm thrilled to have you join me as we explore the minds of entrepreneurs, marketers, and visionaries who have mastered the art of alchemizing their personal journeys into their business success and learn how you can apply what they've learned to your own business. So whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business owner, or simply someone fascinated by the power of human stories, The Edge Effect is here to offer you insights, inspiration, and a fresh perspective on what it truly means to make your mark in the world. Get ready to be moved, motivated, and challenged as we embark on this incredible journey together. So let's begin. I'm Carolyn Crawford, and this is The Edge Effect. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Edge Effect. I am your host, Carolyn Crawford, and I'm thrilled to have you join me this week. This is an interesting episode because I wanted to balance out a solo episode every few guest episodes to talk about some focuses that I've learned from the guest episodes to reflect on the guest episodes. And while I will be releasing another solo episode soon that does reflect on some of the latest guest episodes because I feel like I got so lucky with the guests that have been on and and the future ones that will be released over the coming weeks and It's been amazing to learn from each of them and to see how what they've learned and their own reflections and how they can be applied to your own business and your own marketing. It's fascinating to me. And I just, I am so grateful for every single one that has taken the time to come on this podcast and and share their story and be so open about their experiences and their ideas and everything like that. And it's, it's always inspired me and I'm so I'm just so happy I got a chance to pick pick their brains and and get to reflect that on my own business on my own brand as well as on the clients that I serve but instead for this week instead talking about what we've learned the past few episodes and centralizing you know just certain tips and tricks on a certain theme that's like very tangible I actually wanted to touch on a bit more of a personal theme this is something that I see for myself and I also see it pop up for my clients and I think it's talked about on on various podcasts and it's talked about on various self-reflection podcasts and if you're into self-development I'm sure this is not going to be kind of a new topic for you however I don't know if it's always applied to marketing yet Marketing, interestingly, is one of the main areas that this kind of pattern shows up. So I just wanted to take a little bit of your time today and and share some reflections that I have had over the past several weeks. So since September, I have been, and it's currently October 21st. So since September, I have been traveling partly on business, but mostly on personal travel. I work for myself and I'm a bit of a nomad and decided to really try out the international nomadic travel. So working very interesting hours and trying to explore new cities, making new friends and trying to savor the experience as much as I possibly can. But with that and balancing a business and I recently got some new clients, which has been amazing and I love working with them. But and and also continuing with my current clients and trying to grow my team and all of the things, it's been very difficult to balance my own business, to really give my business the attention that 
it deserves, the attention that the podcast deserves. And I really let it go to the back burner. And it's particularly with marketing. I think I've mentioned this previously, but I really struggle with my own marketing. It's very challenging to think about what I want to say. And and I guarantee I'm preaching to the choir here and people can relate to this because I hear when when I'm talking to fellow business owners and and prospects that it's very difficult to know what you want to say, how you want to say it, how you want to be perceived. It's also very vulnerable to put yourself out there. I am someone who doesn't really like to go off the cuff when it comes to my marketing. I like things planned out. I like things to be strategic and intentional. And I tend to stop kind of everything if I can't see things clearly, if I need the space to sort of reflect and really see what I want to do. And I, so when I do go off the cuff, it's real, it's, it's kind of unique. So like this episode a little bit, I have, this was very unplanned, very impromptu. And I had a, like I said, I had a specific idea in mind for this episode and decided to pivot last second. So one of the things that I see most with myself and as well with um, my fellow clients and fellow business owners, I should say, is the fact that marketing at the surface feels so simple. You follow set process, you spin out an image, post whatever it is, you write a headline, you do whatever it is, and it's out. No problem. It's marketing. There you go. All, all's done. But when you really think about it, and I think this is why I personally struggle with my own marketing the most, is because marketing has so many layers. Most of us can write. Most of us can design an image on Canva or not even have an image sometimes, especially for posting on social media. Most of us can hop on a video on Instagram and, you know, just post something kind of off the cuff. Most of us can just talk about our brand, whatever it is. Most of us can do what marketing technically is. And I've talked before about how marketing really is simple enough in the sense of you just got to let people know who you are. You just got to tell people what's going on over and over and over again. You can shout across the street to someone and that technically is marketing. And at, and while at the core that is very true and remains true, we tend to overthink things. That's where marketing gets a little bit complicated. And so, and that's why people really struggle when it comes to just letting people know about things it has and i and i and i battle with this too because i i i know both sides and so i struggle with it as a business owner and i struggle with it as marketer and kind of finding that balance and i think that's really where the key comes into marketing is what is the balance between you just got to let people know what's going on and who you are and what you're about and kind of let them come to you while also recognizing you have to be intentional, you have to be aware of what's going on. You have to know kind of the psychology of it. And that's why marketing is a really beautiful art and science. It is a combination of 
human psychology. It's a combination of copywriting skills, writing talent, design talent, creative talent. It's a combination of technical skills, of just analytical skills, of all of these different skills. And that's personally why I love it so much because it allows me to explore each of these areas and and use each of them together and that's actually very rare you have the data scientists you have the behavior scientists you have the creatives all kind of siloed off and marketing really is an area that brings them all together and i absolutely love it for that reason and I think that's where the marketing gets really tricky of it all. And that's what really makes a difference when it comes to who you hire and who your support system is when it comes to marketing for your brand. If you even, if, especially when you're doing it yourself, you have to, some people are very naturally good at it because there is that level of vulnerability and also intimacy that comes with marketing. And letting people know about who you are and really exposing yourself. And some people are very comfortable with that, or at least if they're not comfortable with it, they're they're open to the challenge. Whereas others are not. Others, it's a lot more of an undertaking to get organized with it, to know what to say, what to do, and how it should look. Is it effective? Is it worth my time? All the things. And one of the things that I have witnessed as someone who has led numerous marketing teams and continues to essentially spearhead marketing teams through my clients' businesses is the resources that you have on hand to help you with marketing are really important. And those could be human resources. Those could be technical tools. They could be systems that you set in place. They could just be organized behaviors, whatever you want to consider a resource. But I have learned and I have witnessed firsthand when we try to cut things for the sake of cutting them and going out on a whim with them, we end up doing more harm than good most of the time. I can't speak for everyone. Some people are very good about this stuff. You know, I know one person in particular who like really crushes the marketing game she does it such a she does such a good incredible job because she loves it. She absolutely loves it. And I think that's why influencers and content creators, they are in such high demand because they love it so much, because they just live and breathe creation. But when you are a business owner that does not necessarily live and breathe creation for at least for your own business, that's where it really starts to become challenging and that's where a lot of disciplines need to be set in place because if you start to cut certain processes or certain resources just for the sake of cutting costs you have to think about what is this really gonna do for me what is this really going to accomplish for me am i reacting to this because I need to just cut costs and I just see money bags out the door and all the things. And I guarantee that's what most non-marketing business leaders think, especially in non-creative industries. They really, I, I have dealt firsthand with people who 
really don't understand marketing. They don't know all that goes into it. So therefore they think that it can be so simple. They think that it's something that gets overly complicated. And sometimes, sure, but I could argue that with about every other department in a business. And I think when you try to cut corners in some areas, it really does end up hurting you. When you don't have a plan for it, it's like, of course you have to make changes. Of course you have to scale back. Of course you have to, you know, cut in some areas when the time comes or, you know, especially if you, if you're, if it's, there's so much overwhelm or the plate is just too full. Yes, scale back. You absolutely have to. But there's a difference between just cutting and intentionally allocating your energy and your time to something else, to something that you really want to see be successful. And what I think tends to happen is instead of doing that, they cut the resources to almost put the pressure on, okay, whatever has the focus, has the focus. But then what ha happens with when that, when that occurs is that it, it creates a reverse pressure situation, if you will, in that, yes, things take time. And so therefore you just kind of, when you're lacking resources or time or energy or whatever, you have no choice but to just focus, like just to do whatever needs to get done. And so therefore, just by natural progression of time or progression of the project you ask for whatever it is, it's going to take, something's going to take priority over something else. But what ends up happening with that is that it fuels this perpetual state of never doing enough. It fuels this perpetual state of this area is lacking. This area is taking too long. This area is doing X. This area is not, like some, it basically, there's no intention behind it. So therefore you can't actually trust that the energy and time and resources that are being allocated towards whatever thing is actually worth the investment. And so what tends to happen with that is that you then start to think, okay, I'm spending all this money on what? It's still not working. Or if you are being, on the flip side, if you are being really intentional and you're saying, I'm spending all this money on this one thing, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on that one thing. So there's a lot of different parts to play. And I could probably make this a full hour long episode, which I'm not going to do today, but maybe I'll do a part two. But when this starts to happen, if you are in a state where you're marketing, you're struggling with your marketing, you're trying to get it off the ground, you're trying to get it consistent, you're trying to save costs, you're trying to know what resources you actually need, and you can hire kind of it, pretty much anyone who claims they can do marketing, which is a very saturated market. And I can make, uh, maybe I'll make an episode on this later on about the actual resources that exist in the market. However, when you are in the state of understanding what it is that you really need to do, 
I think you need to go back to what is most important to you right now. And it has to be beyond immediate sales because marketing takes time. Because every time I've asked this question, people say, we want more sales, we want more leads, we want X, Y, and Z. That's always the goal with marketing. However, if that's your only goal, if that's all that's fueling, then you're, j- you're going to be more quickly to cut unintentionally. You're going to be more quickly to plan things or actually not plan things and just do and then kind of stir the pot and say and then think you're, something's shifting and changing because you will see different results every time you change something, something changes, right? Or the results shift. But if you're in a pattern where that keeps happening, that something deeper needs to shift. Something deeper needs to be changed in the sense of what is it that you are truly trying to accomplish and what is most important to you right now? What is something that is going to take time to build? And do you have the time to build it right now? Or is it something that you do want it to happen, but maybe we plan for it later? Maybe this is a phase two or phase three execution. What is something that is the most priority for you and your resources? What are the results that you really want to see? So when I talk about scaling back, that's what I'm talking about. It's not about cutting all the resources and being on your own and not being supported or not doing anything. It is about truly knowing what is most important to you right now and doing everything you can to make that part successful. So for instance, you're like, I want to grow my social media. That's most important to me right now. Okay. Then put all of your and all of your marketing resources into what content are you creating? How are you going to plan it? Get into a stabilized groove where you're just it's second nature at that point where you can you're not being reactive to it. You're in a system when it comes to creating social media content. You can see the followers progressing. You can see the growth progressing. Maybe the the growth is never going to be immediate or overnight. It's always going to, you always have to be thinking long-term, but I think get really focusing. If you know you want to build your social media following and you have limited resources or you're not sure if you trust the resources that you have right now, then focus the efforts on that. Because if you're, especially if you have resources and you're not sure if they're working well or if they are accomplishing what you need them to accomplish, that is when you make it very clear for them, especially you as a business leader. You have to make it very, very clear for your team what the expectations are, what they're supposed to do, because at the end of the day, your team is going to follow your lead. So if you don't know, how can they know? And I think that's one of the biggest most detrimental things I see in clients. And and even before I started my own business, I saw this in-house and I just didn't realize it until I, after I left or until I got space from that environment. And even myself, like as a leader, you have to know what is most important and that has to be communicated. And 
when you have a good team, they're going to stand behind you. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one to lead and to show them what do I really need to do here? What am I, what's my, what are we really trying to accomplish? How can we make this better? And that's why getting really, really clear, what is most important for you? What's going to make you feel like you are moving the needle with your brand, actually growing a brand? Try it, focus on it for three months at least. If you see no growth after about month two, once you really get the processes in place, so you're not so reactive, if you really see nothing, okay, then you can pivot. But I like to give things three months, really focus on it, really understand, okay, are we in a good groove? Can we do this consistently enough? What, if not, why is this happening? Because even if you pivot, I guarantee the same pattern's going to come up in the other area. If you say, hey, I'm no, we're no longer so focused on social media, I want to focus on email, the same path. If for whatever reason, the, the, like if you're shifting because of lack of processes, lack of discipline, lack of my kind of team, team momentum, if you will, and that's when you, sh- and that's the reason you're shifting, those patterns are going to arise in other areas. So if you are in a state of what's going on with my marketing, what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to focus on. I don't know how to leverage my resources. It Go back to the drawing board and list out your goals. Understand what it is that you really want to be working on. What it is that's really going to move the needle for you. Does your team have the capability to execute that? Or do you feel like there may be some concerns there? You can also, and also talk to your team, be really, be open with them. Hey, this is what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure if you have the ability to do this. Let me know if you do or do not, you know, lean on them to, to support you and, and, and also trust they can. If you have a team that you are struggling with, then just, that's when you just need to be a leader and you just need to make it really clear. These are the expectations. Um, these are what, this is what I need from you. And these are the processes that we're going to follow to do it and, and go from there. Or you, I, there's probably other resources if those don't work out. Right. So there's always a way to shift. And so I implore you to really reflect on what's going on in your day to day. What are you struggling with right now? Where is there muddy water? Where is there a lack of clarity in in your head, in your expectations, in your plans, and in your team? And start from there. And I also think that we have a free resource that we created several weeks ago. If you have not downloaded that, I definitely think this is going to help kind of break down those goal plannings and, and help you reflect a little bit and also help you really understand what it is you want from your business. And so we'll drop a link in here so that way you can download it. It's a free resource and at your disposal at any point. It's really, really helpful. And I hope you find it useful as well. That's it for today's episode of The Edge Effect. Thank you so much um, for your time. Please let me know if you have any struggles, if you are in a place 
I just feel very, very unclear. I implore you to also reach out. Let me know. Send me your questions and I'm happy to answer them. And just know that you always have, there's always a way out. Even when we think that there's no way out, we feel like we're stuck. We're so confused. There's always, always, always a way out. So I definitely encourage you to download that free resource. Keep checking back to the Edge Effect, listening to the guest episodes, and reach out to us if you have any questions. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode of The Edge Effect. But the journey doesn't end here. We encourage you to take the lessons learned from our guests and apply them to your own entrepreneurial endeavors. As you navigate the ever-evolving world of branding and marketing, remember that it doesn't have to be overly complex. But communicating your brand effectively is an ongoing journey. It requires continuous refinement, a deep understanding of your audience, and an unwavering commitment to stay true to your story, the unique edge that sets you apart. Stay tuned for future episodes where we continue to unravel the challenges of branding and marketing through the incredible impact of human stories. Until next time, keep embracing the edge, embracing your story, and making a difference through your business. I'm Caroline Crawford, and this has been The Edge Effect.